Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
that was a dedication to Seattle Seahawks for really whooping the tail of uh, Denver Broncos this evening. I am so – I feel embarrassed. <laughs> and I don't even play football. That was just gross. Ah, okay. Bonsoir, Monsieur Dan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday, February 2nd, 2014, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting to you live from the wintry gray beaches of Southern California in connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Digital Podcast, and Naked Girls Radio. The two songs you heard at the top of the hour were Whatever by Gnarls Barkley and Watch Me Kill by St. Diablo. I'll be right back with you right after this next song. Uh, the call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. Congratulations, Seattle.
It's Lilu Love here, and hi Sandra London. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to be on your site. Thank you. Uh, what attracted me originally to women is, you know, their beauty. You know, they're pretty, they're sweet, they're sensual. It's a whole different kind of sex. Uh, what's different is how complicated women are and how difficult it is, you know, whenever you're in a relationship. Because I'm really kind of a, more of a relationship person. And then, like, don't, don't get me wrong, I have done my one-night stands. Well, women, it's different. You want to get to know them and, you know, see what they're about, see what makes them tick. Turn on the same women. It's confidence but not being too cocky. You know, the really pretty girl that's like, eh, about everything doesn't turn me on. They can be beautiful and open their mouth and not be the brightest crayon in the crayon box, and that could turn me off on also. I like a, a spunky, smart, sophisticated woman with, you know, like a dirty side and, you know, takes care of themselves. And the reason why I don't date women anymore is it is very, very complicated. And I get attached easily when it comes to women. So it's another reason why I don't bang the chicks. <laughs> oh, well, the most daring sexual experience I ever had was at this older lady's house. And it was me and a couple other girls who were about my age. We were all like 18, 19, and she was like in her 30s. And there was like five or six of us, and we all had sex with one another. And I'll let you use your imagination on that one. I have a pit bull, a pit bull, and a German Shepherd pain in the ass. They are the sweetest, cutest, most annoying, terrorizing dogs that you could possibly have. But a good thing about them all, my pit bull is two, and uh, he has one blue eye, and he's like a brown, so he's like a pit lab mix. And he's cute, and he weighs like 80, 85 pounds, and he's just a big baby, but he loves to hunt lizards all day long. His face gets all scratched up. He's like missing a little piece of his nose. It's so sad. But uh, we have a white German Shepherd named Ida. I don't know if that's a prince's name. It's Prince Anita. She's a white German Shepherd. She's also two. They're about two months apart. And uh, she's a big baby. She gets, like, picked on by other dogs, and needless to say, she doesn't get to play with every dog that we come in contact with, and she likes to bark, which is very annoying. But, uh, one thing about them, whenever we first got them, like, I wasn't into, like, the big health thing or losing weight, but once we got them, we started walking with them more, and that's when I started actually deciding that I wanted to lose weight, but, uh, one more cute thing. Prince gets hurt a lot. He's been bit by a snake. He fell down a flight of stairs. He runs his head into walls all the time, and I got bruises on my shin to prove that, too. Uh, he's gotten seven staples in his leg from jumping on a little metal thing, and I know there's more. I just can't think of it. And all things that ever happened to Ida is she got stung by me and her ear swole up. So she can tell you can see who's winning the money battle. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually getting ready, getting ready, really? <laughs> I'm actually getting ready to do, uh, I guess you can call it kind of a mainstream DVD. It's going to be like me personal with, uh, me and B, but it's going to be like really high definition. We're going to the famous Jack Watson's house in his studio, and he's going to like just shoot an amazing video. We're going to knock it out in two days, so that's going to be... One of the, probably the toughest things I've ever had to overcome since getting into the industry. But it's going to be exciting because from there maybe, you know, I might make, not 
many of them, but I've always wanted to, like, design a shirt, maybe do, like, a cute little poster. Who knows? I like to do fun stuff like that, but to my fans, you know, just keep expecting me doing what I do, having fun and having a couple orgasms along the way. And if you'd like to see more of me, you can come to lelulove.com. That's www.lelulove.com. See you soon.
Okay, yeah, answer these questions. So one told me, oh, jeez, cut and tell rabbit. One told me cat. And uh, I forget the third thing. <laughs> but I think my favorite thing I've ever been told um, that somehow, some way, I might be, or perhaps another life, is a phoenix. And I heard that at a Moroccan restaurant from, like, one of their fortune teller belly dancer ladies. Yeah, phoenix, they're awesome. But there you are. Um, I'm going to look for some more stuff to talk about. Um, huh. <laughs> I'm still, like, I'm, yeah, that is a surreal game. So, pardon me, pardon miss but yeah um enjoy (laughs) enjoy this next i'll do a bit of erotica for you um in recorded form and i will do a live reading um within about 10 15 minutes or so but please enjoy uh my bloody mary here you go vivian where the fuck do you think you're going i'm right here soon what do you want from me? I haven't seen Rosemary since Friday night. Last time I knew she was with you. Oh. oh. Oh, all you could say is, oh, don't fucking keep secrets from me. What have you done with my heart? Uh, you think I have something to do with her being so suddenly MIA? Maybe I should be asking you, mister. Don't get cute with me. Cut the shit. Tell me where she is. This is no time for your silly little mind games. And why are you wearing the necklace I gave her? You really want to know? Of course I do. Fine. If you must know, I'll tell you. I found her in the bath. A leg's blade over the rim of the tub. Her red hair shaved and stubbly over her plump, vaginal lips. Her other lips were bruised. A shockingly sensual shade of violet. Her fingers were clenched tightly, grasping at something unknown, but decidedly uninvited. Those eyes. I chose not to take more than a passing glance. They had obviously seen it all. But they were stuck, fixated, capturing me forevermore. And they were judging me. Why did they continue to do that? Why are they still? <sighs> Shall I pluck them out? Oh, Rosemary, Rosemary, Rosemary. Even in death, she mocks me. You should have seen it coming soon. That bitch. I just can't help the fact that I love you.
Is you with me?
episode, but yes, I am back. But um, two weeks ago, I read the um, the latest um, short form, not quite erotica, somewhat dark erotica, I guess, a poem. Um, and Puppy was jumping all over me, and he kind of is doing that now, so I may have to move him in a way. But I'm gonna try and do a rereading, like I tried, <laughs> or like I attempted to do before. But anyways, here we are. It's called For Surety. You wanted me for surety, but you mostly just wanted me dead. But my cobwebs are full of your cabbage fields, and my cotton is running all red. While visions of visuals fall up on my shield, you want me. I'm living stopped, but I am unwilling to yield. The end. So there's that one. That was written on Sunday, January 19, 2014, and published on livinggrind.com, my official website. Um, and I have a longer erotica for you in just a little while. Um, ooh, speaking of having to move my dog, it's because there was food, and I actually saw, what was it, oh, a couple days ago, this really cute article um, about a Korean cam model who gets paid, like, on average $9,000 a month to, like, sit and eat in front of her camera, and they're like, watch her eat. I'm like, what? Dude, I've been missing out. How does it happen? I don't know, but that's pretty awesome. And if true, dude, she gets mad kudos. I gotta look into something like that. <laughs> I'm sure my dog would like that. But yeah, that was my little random nugget for the day today. But yeah, well, I think that was on the Brett Bar or one of those. I don't know. But if you look up like cam model who just eats, <laughs> and she's pretty. She's not like I've seen like the fe- the feeding ones where it's like you know they actually have probably a like a an issue with themselves where they just eat compulsively if like they just don't stop and they get paid but this one she's like you know she's, she looks trim and fit and reasonable <laughs> but yeah maybe that's why she makes nine grand a month eating yeah but there you are <laughs> enjoy this next song um oh what's the entail um requiem for a fish <laughs> i'll be right back with you the call in number is 858-815-2333 once again 858-815-2333 <laughs>
the club, and just before that, you heard Requiem for a Fish. Um, yes, uh, in two seconds, I'm going to go ahead and do Daniel and the Third Leg. I'm going to read that one. Um, in, in, oh, sorry, y'all. Chuck and the two mystery ladies head upstairs to Dan's room silently as he leads the way. 
this is awkward, he muses silently, as he wonders how he might shield any spontaneous display of arousal incited by these potent creatures of the night. He curses the fact that his sweats are so painfully thin. It's pretty late, and you even tell me you're going to just show up at my door all unannounced and shit. I'm not really in the mood to drive right now. I already put my new Z4 away in the garage, and we are not going in your busted-ass car, Dan rants, mumbling in Chuck's direction. He continues on, flustered. The party is later on tonight, remember? Not now. Hence, the house being so quiet, dumbass. And my girl isn't even back in town yet. Dan trails off not wanting to provide too much detail about Christine, his childhood sweetheart, who he was not all that sure about these days. Whatever, dude. Fuck her. You really care about Christine? Really? It's your birthday. And where is she? And how can you even be sure? You believe everything that bitch tells you? Hey, hey, hey. Cool it, boys. I don't want you calling any girl a bitch in my presence, Chuck. What did I tell you about that, mister? The brunette says evenly scowling prettily at Chuck. Look, doll, she continues, turning her attention to Dan. If you don't want to go out, that's cool. I totally thought he had warned you in advance. I should have known better, but no bother. Chuck, I need your car keys for a minute. Wait, for what? Chuck grimaces. Well, if he doesn't want to go out, we'll just have to bring the party to him. There's more of you? Dan exclaims, his eyes lighting up. Now that they're all standing around in the light in his bedroom, he can see the two babes much more clearly. They were hot. The brunette, the saucy one, is all overexposed with tight acid-washed jeans that look painted on. Her white lace halter top barely covers her full, heaving breasts. The blonde is slightly more demure, but her tight red sweater dress hugs her tiny, curvy frame and hints at the little perky pillows beneath. No bra between the two of them. Nice. Christine who? The sound of the brunette's raspy voice instantly brings Dan back down enough in his pants to avoid causing a scene. Barely. Uh, not exactly, she purrs seductively. Maybe less of us would be more appropriate to say. We'll be right back, gentlemen. Have some guy time. The buxom brunette says slyly, grinning like a treasure cat. The mother hen brunette grabs the blonde's arm, and they saunter out of the room together slowly. The blonde looks back before fully exiting the room. You're a hottie, she says coyly, again in a breathy whisper tone as she scampers off. There's a moment of silence. Dan looks at Chuck with a curious, questioning glance. Um... Yeah, he says after a beat. Fuck yeah, Chuck, Chuck boasts. All right, what's the deal? I don't know how you're able to rally up some chicks like that. I'm impressed. You should have told me you were going to surprise me like this. You're just trying to make me look like a schmuck, huh? Dan chides. My bad. No, I'm not actually. Chuck winks. You know you can't stay mad anyways. I think you'll like Sable plenty. Matter of fact, I'm sure of it. All right, first things first, while regaining his composure, who's who? You never introduced me, Einstein. Well, the bo- the bossy brunette with the rock and knockers, Blade. That's my new girlfriend, 
protect those proudly. <laughs> Since when? Since I met her, like, I don't know, two or three weekends ago at her club. Her club, Dan Squints. Uh, okay, you mean like the YMCA or some shit? Dan jokes. Smart ass. And the other one, Dan asks, mentally crossing Le Jug off of his big tit wish list. Wait, you didn't... They're twins, man, couldn't you tell? Chuck says, furrowing his brow. Bullshit, Dan exclaims incredulously. Why bullshit? You never heard a hair dye? A boob job? Six-inch heels? Huh. Well, maybe I didn't look closely enough, Dan mutters. Disable work in the same uh, establishment? How old are they anyways? They can't be from Lincoln, Dan concludes aloud, referring to his high school graduating class from Lincoln Prep. Ha ha, Chuck snorts. They're grown and sexy. What's the matter to you? He pauses. 22. Knock, knock, Blade says cheerfully as she bursts through the door with her laptop under her arm and a lot less clothing. Blade has returned in a major way, decked out in black leather chaps, a teeny black thong that just sort of disappears into the crease of her tight, round ass. Silver tassels hang off of her enormous tits, attached precariously with decidedly strong duct tape? Who knows? Her hair is blown out, Texas style, and a lot more wild and must up than before. And she smells of heaven. Sable peers into the room, blushing visibly and hiding her little thinner frame behind the door. Don't be shy, sis, Blade hisses. Come in already. We need to put these boys to bed. Sable clears her throat and walks into view slowly. She's dressed head to toe and the same get up as her sister, but in red. She's also added wings to her shoulders. Nice touch. The silver tassels on her small, perky breasts hang teasingly as they flitter about along her taut midriff. Her legs are sinewy and strong, with a well-defined but sleek curve to her calves. Sable's blue eyes flash innocently but provocatively at the same time as she looks up shyly at Dan's six-foot frame. Have a seat, birthday Dan. Sable stammers, her breath quickening as she stares down fixedly at Dan's sweats. Whatever you say, gorgeous, Dan grunts, trying in vain to arrange himself and lessen the intensity of this throbbing ego. Sable approaches his lap and turns facing away from him. The delicious heat from her pussy and ass causes Dan to clasp his fingers around the arms of his sofa chair, holding back the urge to press his lips anywhere she just might let him. Dan silently mouths, Thank you his compadre, Chuck, the Chester, and makes a mental note to somehow return the favor. This is quite possibly the best gift ever. Well, aside from the Z4 from his grandparents. Sort of. Dan's eyes return to focus once again on the sweetest peach he ever did see. Chuck dims lights. Blade starts up a sexy dubstep playlist on her iPad. Sable whips back around to face Dan leaning in and pressing her lips against his ear. She widens her stance and then, in one sleeping motion, straddles his clothed cock expertly at just the right and most infuriating angle. Her heat. 
his heat. Electric. Now, where's that shy little angel go? Dan grins wryly. Sable trails Dan's neck and the crook of her arm. Her lips graze his ear. Her breath tickles the tiny hairs on his sideburns. Easy now, young man, Sable coos, flashing her mischievous eyes at Dan as he grows more and more aroused. She returns to his neck, rustling his hair gently with her fingertips. Shielding her face from the other couple, she hums softly along with the music as she tightens herself more securely around his waist. Without warning, Sable lifts herself up just above his lap, locking eyes with him as she stares down at her willing prey. Smiling wickedly, Sable forces Dan's eager face down towards her belly button. I didn't know you had his third leg, she moans. Shall I continue? Christine who? The end. <laughs> that was Daniel and the Third Leg, written by yours truly, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, and published on my website on Thursday, August 11th, 2011. There you are. <laughs> Please enjoy this next song. Let's do Rhinestone Eyes by the Gorillas. I'm a scary gargoyle on a tower that you made with plastic power. Your rhinestone eyes are like factories far away. Where the paralytic dreams that we all seem to keep drive on engines till they weep with future pixels in factories far away. So call the mainland from the beach. Your part is now washed up in bleach. The waves are rising for this time of year. And nobody knows what to do with the heat under sunshine pylons we'll meet while rain is falling like rhinestones from the sky. Blue. 
of the noise when winter comes It reverberates in my lungs Nature's corrupted and fortress far away Hello, all you sexy naked girls radio listeners. Have yourself a naked day and make it a naughty night with me, Sandra London, on Playtime with Sandra every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.